You are now listening to the Pixels podcast, where voices are heard. In this episode, I am joined by the intellectual triad Nilukshan, Ilampunan, and Kithiraj to talk about controversial topics such as gun control, child abortion, privacy rights, and much more. Sit back, relax, because this one is really, really long and interesting. to the pixels podcast it is the ninth episode of season three and uh, we are moving into a territory once again of joining up together with successful or up-and-coming successes and uh, speaking with them everything that is possible without further ado as you all may know by now by the posters which we shared around i am joined by the intellectual triad nilukshan ilampunan and Keetiraj, welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are you all doing in this quite pleasant uh, Saturday morning? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm in Pune. Thanks for having us. It's Nilukshan here. I think we are doing fine, but if you ask the rest of the population, they won't be giving out the same answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine too. Thanks for having me. We have been in the uh, same education system and uh, the same alma mater for, I would say, 11 years, right? No, 14, 13, 14 years. Yeah, I mean, 13, on top of that, it was three more where we split apart. Okay. Yeah. Um, 11 years is not a small thing. I mean, like, college was great. When you kind of step back and don't really have that pressure anymore to, you know, stress yourself into thinking you're still gonna have to be wearing that white uniform, it's sort of like it's over now and you have memories and you would love to go back, but not right now because you've had enough. Um, first of all, talking about the grand scheme of finding out a podcast name for this episode, I feel none of y'all will actually call yourselves intellectual because I feel all of th- all three of y'all are humble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is one thing. But if for me, for me as an outsider, you guys are intellectual. Uh, all right, anyways. We have a lot to talk about in this episode, and I personally have been looking forward for this for longer than you would maybe expecting me to say, uh, because of course I have a personal opinion with these stuff, and sometimes I just don't figure out uh, the correct answer to these topics because number one, I'm not really into it. Number two, I have barely any knowledge about it. Number three, I just don't care. Uh, <laughs> We'll take out the first and third reasons for this episode because I really want to know your opinions and your overall debate on these topics. Maybe we could find a side, the wrong side or the right side, rather than sitting on the fence. Uh, Alright, first topic is actually a very, very serious matter, at least in the US. Uh, We will come towards the whole world perspective. But I want to just come towards a summary about this whole situation that is being gun control. 
Gun violence has been a heated debate topic in the US for years coming. Uh, mass shootings and other acts of gun violence kill nearly 40,000 people every year. Uh, the gun control debate largely hinges on uh, interpretations of the Second Amendment. It reads a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Um, advocates for gun rights argue the right of the people to keep and bear arms means that the government cannot control the possession of firearms Thus, they oppose any laws that impact their ability to buy, carry, or accessorize guns. Uh, by contrast, gun control advocates focus on the part of the Second Amendment that says gun rights are meant to be well regulated by local, state, and federal legislative bodies. They uh, push for stricter gun control laws, uh, including more extensive background checks, regulations on assault weapons, and uh, banning high-capacity magazines. Uh, today, the debate has escalated due to the high rate of gun violence and the rising frequency of mass shootings. In 2019, there were 417 mass shootings in the US, according to uh, data from the nonprofit Gun Violence Archive. Uh, the increasing prevalence of mass shootings has uh, sparked fierce debates about the sale of assault rifles background checks for gun buyers and the connection between gun violence and mental illness. Look, this is uh, certainly a big, big problem and uh, sort of like a controversial topic as well, at least to some extent. Uh, we'll come to more deep analysis of this major issue, but I just want to get through some numbers and percentages really quickly. Uh, so there has been a number of 1.5 million killed between the year of 1968 to 2017. That's said to be higher than the number of soldiers killed in every US conflict since the American War for independence back in 1775. In 2020 alone, more than 45,000 Americans died due to this. Just in this year, 2022, there has been 276 mass shootings just in the US. Now, of course, this has a uh, more serious side to the story than the usual news topic. Um, there have been children being killed, innocents being killed, uh, officers killed, many injured, and it's a very disturbing and certainly eye-opening present life we have right now that being shot at in public for whatever you may do and say which may be offensive or even you can be innocent and still get shot at uh, because you're considered as an NPC in this world it is considered normal. I want to get to your comments on this matter, Kithiraj. If uh, I were to ask you to, you know, explain your opinion on this issue, which is being uh, televised globally and is certainly not welcomed by the world, is it the culture of the people in the dirty side of the USA or what do you think is the reason for this? Yeah, first of all, um, when citizens use guns, right? Um, I think uh, we got to prioritize their right to protect themselves, right? So we know that um, UNHRC and all have articles like Article 5 and Article 3 that I said yesterday, which states that every person has a, like a right to protect themselves. 
so that's the main reason why you the us citizens should have guns and protect themselves um apart from that like um anyways illegal trades might be happening there with guns and stuff so when we legalize these things illegal trades might decrease that's what i consider and then um but there's another question that should civilians i mean citizens use um, military style guns right so they can use like guns which pose less harm something like um, um these guns which has pellets and uh, mm. paper mints and stuff so they could use those things rather than using military style guns like assault rifles and these guns which might like kill people so every citizen should use to protect themselves but sometimes protecting themselves might end up like killing for their own revenge and their own purposes okay uh i feel this question is much more tailor made to suri lampurnan uh the usa government they see this happening right almost daily but the rule stays unchanged even yesterday nilukshan sent the breaking news and quoting a us supreme court backs right to carry guns in public could you create an arguable point of why that is the case that the government hasn't taken such measures to ban the use of firearms or are you going to stay on the side of caution and with this one and you know stay 100% against this uh and you want the rule to be applied that firearms need to be banned in the USA and sort of everywhere in the world yeah there are a couple of points for that question but before that uh on the regard of this uh podcast like anyway we something which has been happening for 30 years with mm. a heated yeah. debate between the right wing and the left wing i don't think we can like have a dead blow argument that we can solve but like uh, but the name of the podcast means like intellectual trials we can't we are not intellectuals <laughs> but we can aspire to have a intellectual conversation yeah. so in that sense we'll try to look at this with all po- yeah. in all viewpoints and we'll co- make an intellectual conversation so your first question was like why don't governments yeah uh, ban these firearms ban these firearms okay banning i don't think is possible in a country like united states uh one thing they also have the second amendment which which is like the end part like how it ends is you shall not infringe the right to bear arms so and not only that even if we disregard the second amendment the what the statistics i saw was there was like 1.2 guns per each uh uh each city, each citizen in, in usa like so there's 120 guns per each 100 people mm-hmm. so there are more guns than more people so like when you decide uh you are not going to like when you decide uh, you can't have guns first how are you going to take the guns away like there are buyback yeah. options also by like you can buy the guns from so are all the people willing to give the guns mm-hmm. and if if they are not willing how do you take them away so that's a problem so about gun control one thing that why it, does, it doesn't move on either side it always in a stalemate right most back in equilibrium you know is because like it's a highly politically debated like heated topic so both sides when they try to move it to one side the other side opposes yeah. it even heavily so 
it's more more of a political issue than but okay. yeah yeah neutral do you have anything to add to the topic i think like even the self defense part of it doesn't make a lot of sense right yeah. because if you give someone a weapon that can kill anyone it's not like it's going to take a uh, bring self defense as a priority yeah it's surely going to make them think that they are going to kill people they can kill, kill people freely so that mindset might like be uh, infringed among people mm, yeah. so i think there should be a control like like lampuran said they are can't, in in a country like usa you can you can't ban guns all in all so you should bring control and you should think how how you should bring that control because like if you assault rifles and those stuff are, doesn't make any sense because if you if you are doing something for your self defense you don't you don't need to put five bullets into someone someone else right sure. even one bullet can protect you from another person so a assault rifle is like automatic gun it can fire five to six bullets at a time so there there should be some sense into uh, gun control i think sure yeah um the reason why i think the gun controls should be should become more strict is because um mismanagement of guns is a very big issue right so um usually teens and others use these weapons for their own purposes and for some wrong purposes wrong purposes like for example in recently in texas and place called buffalo um we can see that 18 year old people right they teens they were the ones who were involved in killings right and in texas 19 people had been killed so these things are actually mismanagement of guns so even if we give these people license to use these guns right when the gun controls aren't that much strict right apart from having a license the people who has the guns and the weapons i mean the people who know them the child children or maybe others who has access with those guys can get these weapons and use it for other purposes so i think i personally think that these license thing is not actually fulfilling its purpose so in that matter the gun controls are not strict enough i should say and um, again these uh, guns like these weapons things can instigate extremism and terrorism as we know um we earlier mentioned that these weapons could be used by militias right and in another circumstance these militias might turn into rebels so they might use these weapons to start off with extremism and terrorism and ultimately end up in a very big disaster anyway we live in a different culture compared to america so intuitively we all agree on gun control but i think it's only fair if we look at the opposite side uh, anyway we can't solve this issue but uh, we we are not we are not deeply we don't deeply know the about this uh, issue but we have to look at the opposite side also but i see as the main arguments for gun control is like first they say like like not gun control the main arguments for 
having guns. One is self-defense. Another is protecting them against against a tyrannical government. In that argument, they make like when the founding fathers made the Second Amendment, they also had in mind that when they had to fight the British forces because they had guns and they could fight. So in a it although sometimes it seems far fetched a military coup might happen. So maybe it's a prevention against that. Yes. So that's the second reason. And third reason they try to say like which is a real problem, like mental illness. They say guns are not pro- guns are not the problem, but the people who use the guns who have mental illnesses and uh, so so we should look at uh, mental illness as the issue and not the gun. So we have to address all three issues and we'll go step by step. First, uh, I think let's get right at yeah. this step. So when you talk about mental mental illnesses, are the main reasons for these killings? Then I should also state that um, in US, seventy two percent of uh, these killings, the deaths, happen because of shootings, right? So, what I say is that if those people didn't have these weapons, even those mentally ill people, they didn't have these yeah. weapons, I think the murder, I mean, will decrease definitely. The impact would yeah, be, in, impact yeah, would yeah, be exactly. real less. Well, let's say the common argument is if you have knives, why don't we ban knives? The simple argument is like knives can't kill people. A lot of people in a few months while mm-hmm. Assault rifle can shoot a lot of people, but uh, okay. So, and also another argument against that is like, like let's say if video games affect the mental illness of people, worldwide there are gun societies with guns who play uh, video games also. Even we play video games, but we don't have guns. But not all video like even those societies don't use guns as the uh, gun as, uh, like what happened in US ago. So, and also, if mental illness is the issue, then there are the in the US government there are people who support for uh, who say mental illness is the issue, and then also oppose mental is uh, mental illness healthcare. So then it's kind of opposing both views. They don't do anything to stop that also. Uh, so it, in a way, we feel like it's a way to distract from the real problem is the cancer, but. Uh, then what about like even though mental illness is not the problem, still if we uh, reduce the guns, what about self defense? Uh, there are some other ways of protecting yourself. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, okay. So in that argument, they say like a bad guy with a mm-hmm. gun, you have to be equally well equipped to save yourself against them. So maybe we can equalize it by like making laws in order to. The, in order to make the bad guys yeah. got, get in hand with the weapons. We have to make it, uh, uh, I think they have to make it uh, difficult for the bad guys to get the weapons. Yeah. But that, the argument is like when they may make the law, ha- law hard, the law abiding citizens are the ones who are affected and the uh, legal ones would anyway get uh, yeah. weapons illegally. But when you make it hard and when you make it illegally, yeah, the first stuff, uh, first, uh, like it would make it at least a bit harder for the illegal uh, the bad guys and also when you make it illegal then they can get caught in that when they buy it from the black market or something they can get caught there's a chance yeah. so 
it's not going to fully stop it. At least it's going to reduce the amount of value you're getting with that. But uh, as for the good guys, they are infringing over the rights of the good guys. They, it's, if they really want guns, they can put that extra effort and show background checks, and and then they can go through that appeal, and they can go through that and get the guns. So obviously we can't talk to them, but that and the tyrannical government argument, like yes, it's possible. I mean, we hope it's not really far fetched. Either way, we you know hope these uh, problem is solved because uh, you know even though we can't you know choose a side in particular, you can we can disagree with it. But we can't choose a side because there is always an opposing side to it. Uh, but it's still no joke and it's genuine innocent lives involved in this as well. Uh, so we'll stay hopeful for a change soon. But for now, as of uh, yesterday, it's still unchanged. Uh, next on the list, which is also a very, very controversial topic and is actually spoken more in the last few years, and that is child abortion. The abortion debate has been uh, long, the very long uh, controversial topics in the uh, US, United States certainly, you know, centers on a fundamental disagreement over the question of uh, bodily autonomy as expressed through a person's right to terminate a pregnancy. Abortion became legal in every state following the landmark 1973 Supreme Court case of Roe v. Wade. Every state has at least one abortion clinic and in uh, 2017, 18% of uh, pregnancies ended in abortion, which is massive. Uh, the debate typically splits into two common viewpoints, pro-choice and pro-life. Uh, which both wrangle with religious, moral, and uh, philosophical benefits. The pro-life perspective argues that uh, life begins at the moment of conception, and therefore abortion is equivalent to murder. It is seen as an act of violence that can have uh, physical, emotional, and uh, psychological repercussions. Even if the pregnancy resulted from rape or incest, pro-life supporters believe that government intervention to prevent abortions is justified. On the other side, pro-choice argues that people have the right to choose to have an abortion because uh, they have bodily autonomy, uh, complete control over their own bodies. They believe that it is immoral for the government to make medical decisions on behalf of pregnant people Thus, the pro-choice perspective opposes federal, state, or local laws that restrict access, impede funding, or create legal obstacles for getting an abortion. Look, this is how do I say it? It's, it's uh, frustrating, as in what belief you have, because uh, if you are someone who is engraved in this thing called uh, culture and beliefs and norms in life, uh, then Surely you wouldn't accept the fact that child abortion is fine. I believe mostly all people, at least in the part of Asia, opposed to this um, child abortion concept. While in the other side of the uh, spectrum, it is believed that uh, it's a choice of the parents or these individuals who don't want a child. The question would be, 
at least from me, how did you get to that scenario in the first place, right? Of course, it's if it's illegal or without consent, then surely there is a problem attached to the concept of child abortion. And maybe there is, that is where the debate should happen. Because if the relationship was through consent, then it's most probably it's considered as the start of a new life and a new beginning of the family because it's expected. Um, but when it's not expected, that's probably when the problem arises. The main thing is that uh, this is not something which literally comes under direct violence, like before where you don't really agree with it, with gun control. And the reason behind is uh, you are a human and the life is more valuable than just valuable, the word valuable. Uh, but this comes with different cultures, norms and uh, beliefs of people. And when it's that case, even if the individual wants the child abortion to happen uh, because he or she just doesn't trust in themselves, society would not let it happen. And even if they do, they will be considered as disowned. Nilukshan, I know it's a pretty hard situation I'm putting you in right now, but the question is, if culture, norms and beliefs are not a thing in this world, would it be the right thing to move forward with child uh, abortion? I think so, because like a woman should have a right whether to bear a child or not, right? Because she's the one who's going through that pregnancy period yeah. and she's the one who's going to take care of that child after the birth also. Mm. So it shouldn't affect the child as well because even though it's life, when it is given birth, like when it comes out, out, out to the world, it shouldn't face any problems regarding the parents or regarding other issues. Yeah. Yeah. So if a, if, a, if a mother is facing a socio-economic uh, instability or anything like that, surely the child will also get affected by that. Mm. So if she is not willing to bear that child, I think she has the right to abort that child, I think. Because anyway, you should think in both sides as well, yeah. for the child as well and the, for the mother as well. Mm. So if you think in both sides, I think it makes sense a lot more to legalize abortions. Mm. Uh, I think others will also have some ideas on that. Yeah, uh, I'll let Keith Raj do it because we, I think we all have a different perspective. Bro, no, we, I think we all agree on at Same least we have some, some kind of abortions at least. Okay. But then we'll anyway, even though we agree, we'll take the other vantage point yeah. and we'll also discuss that. So after you do it, I'll also tell my point. Then we'll go, we'll be the antagonist also. Then, then I'll talk about why we shouldn't legalize abortion. Yeah. First reason is, um, I can't call it a murder of a child, yet it's like killing a child is, is not morally correct. That's yeah, what I can say. It's not morally co- correct, right? It's against the moral principles of the doctors while they do it. And even if it's a mother who thinks that she has the right to give birth to that child or not, when it comes to the future of that child, it's definitely going to affect it. Right? Mm-hmm. The child is going to die by the decision of that mother alone. And again, there's a, another problem where abortions, especially in USA, it happens frequently. Right When this thing is legalized, abortions start happening frequently. 
like um, teenage abortions and all just keeps happening the another thing is that when we talk about the right the mother has to give birth or not there's another situation where the mother can be either forced by the parent or the husband or the environment for that mother to abort that child so mm-hmm. it's not solely the decision that the mother takes as we think as we expect to happen but the the environment might either threaten her to abort that child and so it's ultimately going to kill that life of the child that's not a correct thing if we talk about the rights of the mother only there there are more other things to talk about and another thing is that um for certain religious beliefs it's against that so some like catholics say that you shouldn't kill children mm-hmm. child and even hindu beliefs are there which says killing a child fetus is a wrong thing to do and then um there's another problem like um there are abortions which happens just because that the child is handicapped or genetically diseased and all yet um when it comes to that point even the mother sometimes is responsible for that child to be genetically uh, diseased sometimes sometimes like um during their pregnancy times some mothers might like uh, not have correct nutrition and sometimes they might drink a lot and those problems might affect the child so after doing all those things they decide to abort their child and then they like say that it's their right to do it and it's not their right it's not correct actually and then um when i speak about the moral principle of doctors um i shouldn't be saying this too but at some cases there are legal experiments which happens with the um embryo of these children so they can sometimes the doctors some at some place doesn't happen always what they do is that they they can either tell the mother or the parents and all they can say that this child is not viable can't be born correctly and they can either abort themselves with the consent of their parents without actually telling the true incident happening there and they might use those um, embryo for their own purposes it's an illegal thing to do yeah mm. that might happen or maybe like um um for example if you take china um there was this policy called uh, one life sorry one child policy yeah so which means that every parent has to have one child mm. what they did was during that time there were like um, i think about 60 to 70% of uh, deaths which were targeted only for female so like female deaths were increased with that fact and um, like in the 20th century old times they also used this for eugenics which is like targeted killing for race, races so they kill races in the names of they call it abortions and not viable births and all they fake it and they try to kill these races they try to clear off these races so ultimately um even though the mother has the rights and the mother might have come under other circumstances like she might have got raped or harassed and got that child in her uh, body yet when it comes to the life of the child there is even an article 
like article number 67 or something i can't remember correctly which says that even a fetus is considered as a life so before aborting that actually there has to be a lot of considerations put in yeah i lost that too so we have arguments from both sides but ultimately like we also accept it's the uh, the argument that it's my body my right woman's body woman's right and we also agree it's a life so and there's a lot of scientific arguments like we, i think scientific facts also like at conception it's life then at what peak does brain activity and heart activity comes in then after how many uh, like after how many weeks i think it's about 24 weeks where a baby can live outside the mother's womb as well as like a potentially not for sure but potentially live outside so is it mm-hmm. fair to about this when we go into this like uh, because we don't have any like beliefs absolute belief systems all three of us don't have an absolute morality we we have to discuss the we have to weigh all the options and discuss the moral morality of that let's say a specific case we'll take a specific case when the mother goes through a rape or a traumatic experience so in that case uh, it's still alive okay it's still alive but we should weigh the option like she should go 10 uh, 10 uh, 10 months of uh, through a traumatic experience and also after that we don't know about the life plan she had maybe she was a student so it uh, the child obstructs all of that even if they give the child to adoption then it's also a choice like sure. would she after birth would she want to give it for adoption in the first case if the if she hadn't been there then the, these problems wouldn't have arisen in that case do is the child the is should the child be victimized no, no we are not saying that also but we should weigh both the, uh, both the options and uh, decide so for me personally in that case i think even though it's a life morally i think we would wait the suffering of the mother mm-hmm. but and it would be the same case for uh like when the ma- mother's life is at risk for me person i think all of us would say that and in sri lanka i think that's a law like either when the case is like rape or incest or or when when it's the mother's life at risk and then those cases we are it's a love uh, abortion is banned and then those cases so in those cases we all agree as a but other cases there might be like why why we think like there might be a possible con for this abortion is like what if it's used as a birth control they they just don't want to have the baby after they have consensual sex then that's also a problem so we have to morally even there the contraception issue like if contraception is not 100% effective then what do we say when a child is then conceived should we then abort that child or not so it's a complex issue but uh, i think the law should uh, common in the us what's happening is pro choice or pro life right so pro choice is completely pro life is completely banning abortion so pro choice is uh, have the choice for everyone where they have to choose on their own so in that uh, argument like pro choice before i didn't have any issues with pro choice but 
now you do just say it's a lie then it, I mean, that's a problem like there are a lot of abortions happening so unless you have other questions from this topic we could like go through this a bit so another thing we should consider is that uh, illegal abortions so even if it's legal or it's illegal the abortions will continue right yeah, yeah. so if someone doesn't want to bear this child they will go for an illegal way and it's even more risky because the more the most these illegal abortions are done is in unfacilitated and unfacilitated medical centers mm-hmm. so they won't have proper medical facilities so now the both lives are at risk the mother's life is also at risk and the child's uh, life is also at risk so in order to minimize this i think maybe legalizing abortions might reduce the risk factor of the abortions and uh, maybe it could give a way of saving more lives i think mm-hmm. because in an illegal way it's more risky i think yeah. so if there are any counter arguments for this point i might consider you know that that seems to be an issue yeah illegal abortions will continue to happen and it's um, as he said it's more unfacilitated and um, compared to legalizing them the threat of the mother and the child to die is more mm-hmm. um, in that case uh, yeah there's nothing that i can see against it yeah so uh, should we il- that's okay so should we legalize abortion fully i don't think any one of us say should be fully ab- legalize abortion mm-hmm. so as i said so should we to which extent should we make the abortion law that's the problem so we can it's not i don't it's not, i don't have a strong opinion in like uh in anything but we can have a fully pro choice argument also like no no bans in uh, abortion at all but uh let's just take the matter of the illegal abortion part so if we had uh if we legalize abortions what are what would be the reasons for the mother not illegalize not fully legalize abortion other than the exceptional cases if we accept ban abortions what would be the reasons for the mother to make that abortion illegal so we have to talk about that. maybe so socio economic state mm. yeah so as skate you know said the pressure the peer pressure from others yeah so socio economic state so even though we say other there are adoptions available and there are maternity supports like uh, recently i read like us was even though there was not a, us didn't have uh, is one of the two countries which doesn't have a paid maternity leave for a long time i'm not exactly sure but it's one of the two countries i think so so if those facilities are not there then it's harder for the mother to raise the child also but in that case uh, do we say like they can if they shouldn't take any precautions and then just randomly abort the child every time they can save that's also moral argument there's another argument like um, uh, when we come here to india and see asian parts there's a major issue like uh, which we call the caste problems right so there are intercaste marriages and all mm. what happens is um, 
when a couple marries intercaste marriages um when the parents and the peers get to know that they might try to kill the child the, the baby and so it will either end up in an illegal abortion or they might go to an extent where they will kill their own child i mean if it's a like the mother or the dad they might kill in the name of honor killing right so that happens in india you know so it definitely there's illegal abortions happening there we can't uh, deny that fact but legalizing thing when we think about legalizing this thing is it the actual solution for this that's the problem because um, when we think about a fetus like a uh, um, medically they call a fetus a baby i mean like a child after it has passed 24 months or like uh, there are trimesters they call first trimester second trimester and third trimesters so when this child had passed a certain week age i again eight weeks eight weeks yes um then you can actually call that thing a child so um, in different states like some states in us consider 24 weeks as the ultimate uh, limit like um, maybe the deadline to abort after that you can't abort it's banned and um in florida it's 15 weeks florida and another michigan i guess yeah some place it's 15 weeks so you can abort after that and so i think um what these states consider is like this time limit which they think is appropriate to abort differs with each states but what they think is if you abort before that time it's it actually a better solution for this matter so we all agree in circumstances we have to have abortion right but uh, what are the other circumstances other than that like how how do we make the law okay even let's say we make all abortions legalized in that case okay in that case we still the my body my choice argument works at its body the choice but in that case also we have we have to weigh as i said before we have to weigh the child's life also because if the child was outside the body then we would consider it, we would consider it as a life mm-hmm. uh, so other than the cases we already mentioned what are the cases do you think where it's better to have a wash we can have a way that a doctor or a, someone decides whether it's like they can look at the socioeconomic status and everything and decide but in that case they that would include a lot of gray areas it's not you, ha- you can't have a cut and dry law right? there will be a lot of gray areas to that problem so do you think we have other exceptions also no i don't think so um if it's a, a rape then you can consider yeah we already yeah we we okay. talked about that already and then if the parents are finding it hard to bear the child like uh, the welfare issues and all then it's a problem again then how do we decide so that's ultimately the hands of the parents if they consider that's also another thing so do the father and mother decide or does the mother only decide 
um, mostly every app or website or anything which is digitalized either has a cookie or has terms and conditions, right? We as consumers are fed them right then and there in the beginning itself. But we prefer to have the whole terms and conditions window appearing on the app for the game to be simple. When in reality, you could basically be accepting anything you want. Um, and you just want to play the game, so you expected, accepted everything. Which raises the question of, is this really a controversy or is this problem something which shouldn't even exist in the first place? Because as consumers, you have to be careful about it. The companies are doing it with consent as well. So you have a choice of cancelling it. Uh, so, you know, who's responsible for this and what are your thoughts, not just in an individual perspective, but also much more than that. As far as it is controversy, like it's not a, con- a controversy in a way like we all agree that we need privacy. Like, yeah. You can't, the companies or the government, uh, like can't just 100% uh, invade our privacy or right. not, not just the government, anyone. Mm. Okay, so. But uh, uh, first we'll talk about the internet privacy. Internet privacy. So, so as for the cookies and stuff, there are some cookies, functional cookies, like essential functional cookies, they say. Those are needed for any uh, website to work. And after that, there are cookies that uh, we could accept like for like better experience. Like maybe we might want personalized content for us. So then we have to enable other cookies also. But yeah. Like concerning privacy rights, there are two aspects. Like how much it should be, in the, how much of the privacy should be dictated by the law, and how much should be wanted personally. Mm. Okay, so there are privacy stuff which can't be invaded. That should be in the law. That sure. yeah. Even if they write privacy policies, okay, so there'll be about a whole page of privacy policies. Policies mm. we can't bother to read. Like every time yeah. we have to. So sure. there are some laws for that. So first we'll, I think we, it's better we start up with the law than what we can, what mm. than what we can do for ourselves. Yeah. In any privacy, like any company, any any actually like there is no international privacy law. Actually, there are privacy laws for each territories. There is a EU, EU privacy law called GDPR. Okay. There is US privacy laws also, and recently even Sri Lanka like. Uh, based on the EU privacy law, they they are going to like they already made the law, but it it will enact in two thousand twenty three. I think mm-hmm. that's a privacy data protection act. I guess. Let's say like before I continue, we should uh, we'll let the others uh, talk why we need laws about privacy. Basically, like your information shouldn't be disclosed by anyone I, even if you are willing to put your uh, information yeah. in social media it has a consent like you you are willing to share this stuff with others that yeah. you know or that you are willing to share mm. so like even the companies who give these facilities or the government which surveillance which surveillance this social medias and stuff can't like disclose everything 
and they can't even use that information for their own benefits so if we take the issue that was very much famous uh, when famous these days was that the facebook issue the cambridge analytica uh, scandal two, three years back yeah two three years back so, so two or three years yeah oh that felt like yesterday or something <laughs> downloading signal and telegram and all sorts of stuff that was one year this ah, yeah. came ah, right, right, okay. that's all so what facebook did was they gathered so so much information from their users and gave it to the trump administrations to like make it a political benefit for their uh, campaigns yeah. mm-hmm. so even that became a reason for trump to win the elections and get most of the votes so supposedly suppose <laughs> yeah you can you can relate absolutely yeah. yeah so yeah so there are some issues with in privacy concerns so we should like where is the limit i think where should we set the limit when it comes to privacy uh, could be like should be the privacy rules be more toughened or should it be more eased so yeah, yeah okay yeah so i'll add to that i'll ask a quick general question like so just a general question from keith right okay so why do you think why do you think they need the data like the government or the tech companies need our data in first place and what are the data that we we are comfortable with sharing it's just, just, for, the, just for the uh, listeners uh, we've actually switched roles and me and uh, Ilampunan have switched roles uh, <laughs> so now actually Ilampunan has taken charge of the Pixels podcast uh, so my me my me So from now onwards you will see Irampoon in the show as uh, the host of the show and I will be the asking uh, questions yeah asking questions carry <laughs> on yeah so uh, something that we observe daily is like um every one of us use um, social media especially like uh, YouTube Instagram Facebook WhatsApp and all so something that I saw in YouTubers that um when i click on a video i check one video and then the next time i open the app the home page i see videos that are related to that yeah. so yeah. it's it's a i think it's a a coding that they have prepared that something that they can judge what these people want to see <clears throat> and they keep on feeding that thing again yeah. and again so this might help the ones The, the, who are advertising in YouTube and YouTube itself yeah. for their viewers to keep on watching that app YouTube or Instagram or anything so I consider that thing as a wrong thing because um, not everyone would realize that that thing is slowly influencing us each people right not everyone would realize that like teenagers and our others will slowly get influenced to it and they once they click one video and they keep on watching those type of videos and they slowly get influenced to that yeah. instagram the same thing happens there you you will either like once you won't believe me i checked one story which was a sponsored advertisement then i 
re-clicked to it. I just came back to that story and saw the next time I opened Instagram, every advertisements I saw was something related yeah. to that. So this thing happens, keep on happening. And that's the thing that I'm pissed off about. <laughs> my my word. I don't like in these softwares, I mean in these applications. And um this yeah. is mainly because of that the major parental um appli- i mean uh, company which is meta mm-hmm. i blame them for doing this okay. <laughs> so the thing is uh, okay. it's not just uh, i mean meta as well i mean it's also with google like yeah. you can actually go to your google account right now and under manage your google account you have a whole list of things like home personal info and one of those things is data privacy data and privacy and under that i don't know if you all have checked but when you're going down you can actually see a topic called um, ads ad personalization and where what you can see in that is your whole description from google like google thinks you will like this stuff so for instance when i go to that page i can see that it assumes that i am in the age of 18 to 24 years old i'm a male i speak in english action and adventure films actually they don't need to assume that yeah, in the gmail account yeah, you exactly. have to put that so it it's terrifying to see how much it knows about you and uh, you'll get ads from these topics so i mean like it's not just facebook call just one particular thing it's it's so many stuff and you can actually i came across this thing which uh, like i think google does it which they take control of your microphone i mean now my phone is listening yeah. to me so the more you talk about a, a certain say, topic you yeah, get that for exactly that. Yeah. so i i came across a tiktok as well which was humorous and she kept on saying the word uh diapers or babies and stuff like that into her husband's phone and he ca- comes up next and he's like i'm getting all these ads which is uh, baby related does that mean something that's that's humorous but it's also a very terrifying thing that yeah. companies know much much more than we know ourselves so one thing that we haven't highlighted is about the comments using uh how yeah. they etc why they use like so kids are just tell about that but why they use it for they say it is like for security concerns like after the 911 attacks the usa uh got more eyes from the tech companies and they they actually asked for back close in the iphone which iphone rejected that was reason but they the national NSA uh so NSA actually has a mass surveillance program for each uh US citizens and that was whistle blown by who uh, Edward Snowden mm-hmm. but uh so do they need it for security that's the concern like they if they collect all the information so one thing uh against that argument is like even though if they contain uh, they take all those information it's hard to pinpoint the particular a uh, terrorist or the criminal case okay, so yeah. it's like 
if there's a haystack in the needle, if you're having more uh, data, it's an even bigger haystack and a small, same small needle. So, so we don't know whether it actually prevents crime, but like there are instances like when when the Easter bombings happened, we knew like the US had already notified us. But there are benefits of that, but there are also we we don't usually talk about the government surveillance part, but uh, that has to like that's also uh, important as the tech part. But I think I also personally think the tech part is even worse. Yeah, but I mean the problem with uh, having the government involvement in this is that it depends on which who government. Is the government. Yeah, exactly. And it, uh, even if it's a good government now, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, true, true. You don't know in a five years. I'm not talking about Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not talking about Sri Lanka. We don't want any vans outside our house. Um, is is that the whole argument? Anything? Anything you want to add to yeah. those topic? Take, okay, so there's one thing like they are Google and all provide the services for free. Yeah. So true. Should we awesome. pay it in our data? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So there are some things which are prevented by law which they should follow so maybe the the law could get stricter and stricter but there are like some even if you like delete all the cookies from our computers once you enter a news website or any site they already like when you enter there are trackers which track your ip address and everything so every time you enter you have a a small person like each time you search something in the google you have you give out small snippets of uh, personal information to them so when you have thousands of times you visit a website they have a whole picture about you mm-hmm. so they don't need like one time they don't need a, a single time where you input all the information they just need you to do it a thousand access the web thousand times then they have a whole picture about you okay. another thing that you should point out is what is the ultimate purpose of technological development mm-hmm. the ultimate purpose is user friendliness so in order to attain that user friendliness that's that's why the, uh, the companies are like going into your privacy and collecting information in order to make their website so make yeah. their apps so make their social media platforms more user friendly mm. so if the time goes on this issue might get even worse i think yeah. because yeah. Yeah. about that so one thing about that is it's, the data is also used for user friendliness, but it's also business for them, right? Like they make money out of that. They they actually sell it out for third parties. That's how they make money. Even like Uber, they uh, like what, and all those companies. Data is a actually a worth very worthful information which you can make money out of. Yeah. Okay. What are the potential consequences of that? Like let's say maybe not now, but ten twenty years, like. 10 years from now, if they know all the information about you, maybe you have nothing to hide. That's a common argument, but they will know, like when you go to an employer, they'll know everything about you. They'll decide everything about, they'll employ you deciding about like what, what you do at home and insurance companies, they'll decide whether you have to give insurance. So they will know, they'll sell it to all the important people. And then there's a, they will our lives would be dictated by that personal data so 
that's awesome. I mean, even with uh, Google Maps in particular, mm-hmm. uh, like I have my data on all the time and it tracks where you go, right? And when I turn off at a certain place and then I turn it back on, it gives me a notification, where have you been at that time? Yeah. So it asks you, like, where have you been? And if you want, you can do it. But I don't. Like, why? Why? Why would you want to know? And every time I go into a ca- uh, coffee shop or a cafe, it just asks us questions. But it's like, like even even the transport. Even if I get into a bus and I'm tracking the stops of the bus, it's like it asks questions like, "Is it crowded? Is it blah 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 blah?" And it's like, yes, I get it. People want to know. But even the transport thing over here, I don't think that is very important. Yeah. But it still does it. What I should add to that is like in nowadays, like in the Google Maps or anything that related to navigation. Yeah. Uh, there's a feature called the traffic. The how much traffic is yeah. there? So, mm-hmm. like in that particular time, all the phones are being uh, like yeah, infringed tracking, by yeah. mm-hmm. the the service provider to in order to get information that there's traffic here there is traffic not there so anyway it's it's either user friendliness or it's either yeah. privacy infringement right. mm-hmm. it's a choice of uh, what you want to do like it's a problem of choice like do you want to be safe do you want to be free yeah. partly the government can introduce laws but at least it takes time for the government to do that so mm-hmm. in that moment and should, even the government we, could be using that for their own yeah, purposes. Yeah, so. yeah not another thing is that... Um, but they also fear the tech companies in a way. Yeah. So they'll make something. So, But uh, I think we should also think about what we should do ourselves to protect our data. Yeah, Ilham okay. yeah, um, earlier stated that um, government has been surveillance, have, have been doing surveillance about us. Uh, the thing is that there are certain counter-terrorist acts in each uh, regions, in each countries, you know. Okay. So, using those things, um, the government has some limitations and, like, uh, apart from the limitation, they can actually collect details about public under the law acts, you know. Yeah, but the law is made from by the people's consent. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change that, you could... But do we want to? That's the thing. Do we? It's just security versus privacy. Okay, we've uh, gone through the hardest topics, so we're gonna take it easy, straight this time. I'll ask all three of you questions. Here's what, how it goes. I'll ask you questions that you have to answer with a short answer. Okay. So short answer meaning not a a whole line, but just about two to three words. Maybe four. Okay. But that answer cannot be not choosing either side. You can't sit on the fence. You have to choose a side. Okay. The worst part is without any explanations. Uh, yeah. So three, okay. three yeah. words can't be yeah. explanations. Exactly. So, I mean, you can also say, like, you can also explain it, but you can't. Okay. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Uh, do the explanation of the podcast, I don't care. Um, these are going to be funny and ridiculous. Uh, question one, I mean, I, I'll go through it. I'll 
Oh yeah, okay. Either way, either way is fine. <laughs> um, question one is Mars, Mars meaning the planet colonization can solve the issue of overpopulation on Earth. Yes. Yes, but not likely. Not likely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Question two. Introverts can become more successful in business than extroverts. No. Yes or no answers, right? Only. I mean, if you want, you can, I mean. Can't generalize. Like, you're sitting on the fence then? Yeah. Okay, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> business, right? Yeah. No. It's hard, but I believe, yes. More <laughs> successful. Yeah. Okay, okay, more successful. Okay. So then you can't say it's hard. It's yes. Yes, but it's hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hard means no. That's the thing. Yeah, it's who's more likely. Yeah, no explanations. No explanations. The question is who's more likely. <laughs> no explanations. Uh, question three. Idam Poonan's type of question. Should all people Can't become <laughs> vegetarians <laughs> if regeneration of animals are stopped? Regeneration? Yeah. I mean, uh, production, reproduction. Reproduction. Yeah. How can it be stopped? I mean, if you force it. It's a, it's a hypothetical scenario. Yeah. If that's the case, then everyone should turn vegetarian. Should it be that way? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not easy for you. I mean, it, it's not hard for you. Yeah. No, not, I understand. Like, I would say, if not, no. Yeah. But if yes, yes, because it's a... The whole stability of the earth. Yeah. We can't live without the other animals. So, yes, obviously. I mean, then it will be like human meat. Uh, I think, uh, I think they should turn cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Okay. Next one. Uh, yes. Okay. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> should all people become vegetarians if regeneration or reproduction of animals are stopped? No, I think humans might find another solution. Okay. Uh, question four. Then why do we eat animals? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. The thing is, I, I always consider about extinction. That's right. Or if not, okay. Question four. I explained is it, it somehow. <laughs> okay. Question four. Is it better to be popular and attractive than smart and intelligent? <laughs> <laughs> the next one. <laughs> I think popular part is covered when you become smart or intelligent. So not always. Not yeah. always. Yeah. But, yeah. But attractiveness can't be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. You can't explain it. No. So no. Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Strictly no. Says <laughs> the attractive person. <laughs> Here's a question. Um, question five. Are single-sex schools better than co-educational schools? <laughs> uh, no, with my experience. <laughs> 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 
There's no scientific basis, no. Okay. So I'll tell yes because they say. <laughs> That's an explanation. Uh, question six: Movies or books? Which is better? Books. Books. Movies. Okay. <laughs> uh, question seven: Is genetic engineering a blessing or a curse? It's a blessing, I would say. <laughs> blessing, yeah. Yeah, it's a blessing. Okay. Uh, question eight. Go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Question eight. Uh, our school is actually improving the potential of a student or undermining it. Again, I, sh- I can't explain it, but uh, you gotta choose a side. Yeah. I think it's undermining. Ooh. Improving. Huh? Improving. Improving. In Sri Lanka, it's undermining. <laughs> <laughs> That's an explanation. Uh, okay. Uh, I actually did a podcast about, you know, this stuff. Uh, question nine. Punishing convicted terrorist with the death penalty, is it morally expect- acceptable or not? Not punishing who? Uh, convicted terrorists. Is it terrorism or uh, not really. extremism? I have to think about that, but intuitively, no, because that's what they would want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrong thing, and I think that you should do another podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. He's he's always, he's always free. <laughs> uh, question then, just to top this off, the pinch of salt. Men are actually smarter than women. <laughs> they just act dumb. Nirushan? Maybe true. To attack them. You made an explanation. <laughs> It's the first time I'm seeing all these... Uh, Intellectual trio. Not intellectual. Struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Finally struggling. <laughs> no, because they don't act dumb. They don't act dumb. Yeah. Let's wow. make new words. Good. Good answer. <laughs> uh, it's very true. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that is that. So for our final segment... that is going to be a few questions from the public so this uh, wasn't that uh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i actually posted stories and statuses asking the people to share some questions for you all um if they wish i got around 15 some were ridiculous i had to take it out because it was inappropriate uh i have reduced it to 5 are you ready yeah okay uh, this is simple what if we say we are not ready uh i'd still ask you yeah. <laughs> first question being what time do you wake up is it a generalized question or yeah generally about at 8 o'clock okay yeah. no specific time but yeah 8 9 mm-hmm. i wake up at 5 uh, or 6 do you sleep <laughs> <laughs> uh question number 2 is 
if you all aren't on social media, how did you cope with the world? Or if you all are on social media, how do you balance it? I mean, is this this whole questions list is coming under? We can explain these questions. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, this comes under asking brainy people, right? That's why these questions are like the this. <laughs> Um, can you repeat the question? If you all are on social media, how did you cope with the uh, If you all aren't on social media, how do you cope with the world? If you all are on social media, how do you balance it? Um, I think there are more productive ways to spend your time than mm-hmm. if you're not in so, social media and stuff. But if you are in social media, I think maybe setting a time limit or mm-hmm. maybe uh, uh, figuring out a genre genre for 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 your interest maybe you could cope up with the using social media mm-hmm. i feel so, you're not a much yeah. of a person with social media yeah, yeah so i only use whatsapp if it's mm-hmm. considered social media <laughs> that's because out of necessity mm-hmm. yeah, like in yeah. school clubs and everything we had to but even though like even with friends there's at least one social media which we yeah. have to have but other than that uh like let's say i like movies but i wouldn't uh, get a netflix subscription because i would always want to watch it mm-hmm. same with social media like mm-hmm. it sure. it would like encourage me to how do you cope with work how do you cope with work <laughs> so i have whatsapp friends so like so i only need to message my friends that's a yeah. that's a total mindset yeah but Yeah. and then that uh, i watch youtube and stuff but mm-hmm. it's not i don't i don't comment but you <laughs> guys mm, if i weren't in a social media in any social media um which is impossible <laughs> <laughs> maybe but uh, unless you don't have network connection <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> uh but it's not that much an issue because um, i have one friend who's a uh, I'll okay. tell his name <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I mean, he he tells everything that happens around him. Mm-hmm. So that that's enough. He's like a social media. He's like doesn't like, have social media. Any? No, I mean he's like the, the king of gossip. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything that's happened. That's happening. Uh, to the listeners, if you all have figured it out, figured out who, uh, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I say him? Oh, carry on. And yeah, um, being in social media, I find it really hard to balance with my normal life actually, because um, I'm sort of addicted to it, mm-hmm. honestly. And um, I keep on checking Courage. my phone, um, seeing who messaged me last. Mm-hmm. Did anyone reply to me? I mean, for my stories or something? Maybe in Insta and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number three. Oh, I hate this question. If you were president, what's the first thing you would work to change in this country? The constitution. Constitution. Yeah. The answer. If there's an ability to like remove all the politicians, is a better answer. Yeah, constitution is the correct. 
Yeah, the constitution. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was easier than what I thought. <laughs> I was thinking too much then. Uh, number four, what's your absolute dream job if education wasn't a thing? Education wasn't a thing? Yeah. You, didn't, you don't have to do any bachelor's, master's, anything, uh, but you'll get that job. Then I wouldn't do one job. I would do much full jobs. <laughs> yeah. Then what are the jobs? That's, that's the question. And mostly scientific stuff. But maybe, like, if you want something outside science, maybe write a book. Write a book? Yeah, fiction, not mm-hmm. comics. So, you would assume any book you write will get famous? Why would I assume that? <laughs> I mean, if if education isn't a problem. Ah, okay, so still money is a problem and everything is a problem. Like, still there's... No, not, not in that case. Problem. You, If you wish for it, you will get it. Uh, no, then like I, I do science stuff um, more first priority, but if you asked a second one, then that would have been books. Yeah. Okay. I will think of a job uh, which I can like, not work, but earn money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And settle in my life. <laughs> As you said, uh, education, if education is in the matter, then I think it's possible. You can go deep into this. Like, are they asking for a perfect world? or <laughs> If it's a perfect world, then we don't have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that is also. But even then. But if education is not a matter, then the demand for jobs are like nothing. Like anyone yeah. can be locked. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Maybe I'll become the president. <laughs> Okay, uh, fifth question, the last one. Are you a morning person or a night owl? I actually took out the last part of explain. Yeah. What, what do you have to explain with morning or night? Uh, but yeah, if you have any explanations to it, I, I don't really think. I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. Definitely night owl. <laughs> I was a morning person. Yeah, you are a night owl. I know that. <laughs> no, he's a night owl and a morning person. So he's sleeping. <laughs> that makes sense. We had a cracking episode today. Certainly something I've been looking forward to do for a while now. And guess what? You, the listener, could be next. You never know. Stay tuned for the next podcast episode. Thank you for coming, gentlemen. This is me, Sean, signing out uh, with the Intellectual Triad. Nukshan, Ilan Purnan and Keith Raj. Catch you all in the next one. Stay classy and stay safe.